This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a pad, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it, till each time I do it, it's done right. Ooh. And God left his signature on me, so how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got to give, not anonymous, but God given. Welcome to Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr. And yes, we're blessed by the best, so don't be stressed. In today's podcast episode, we are now in chapter three of John's book, which is the law of the mirror. This law is referring to you seeing value in yourself so you can add value to yourself. You can only add value to yourself if you see value in yourself. For bonus resources, visit www.joewintersjr.com forward slash podcast. We are one week away from the new mentorship program being launched where you can work with me one-on-one via phone call or video conference to achieve optimal growth in your life. As I told you last week, this mentoring program will assess where you are spiritually, intellectually, physically, emotionally, socially, occupationally, and environmentally, which will be the starting point and foundation of your growth in each area. So be on the lookout for the program next week. If you're interested in receiving more information by email, email me using email info at joewintersjr.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If this is your first time, welcome. It is an honor to have you. Daily Path podcast episodes are released every Monday and Thursday. If you would like podcast episodes and show notes sent directly to your email, visit joeintersjr.com forward slash podcast and subscribe to the newsletter. Let's get into our message. God put us all on this earth for a reason unique to each person. Have faith that it lives. Embrace it. Don't be afraid if you fail. The biggest mistake you can make is to quit. Sometimes I hate that perception is reality because one's perception can keep them from being successful. We all have success within us, and I truly believe all we have to do is tap into that success intentionally. This is why I have decided to dedicate my life's work to adding value to others, because after beating the odds stacked against myself, I love watching others grow and overcome the obstacles set in front of them. In John's book, he proposes the question, why do people fail to grow and reach their full potential? which he believes one of the main reasons is low self-esteem. And I couldn't agree more. Many people don't believe in themselves. They don't see the possibilities that God put in them. They possess hundreds of acres of possibilities yet never cultivate them because they are convinced that they won't be able to learn, grow, and blossom into something wonderful. In John's book, there is a woman by the name of Jonetta who saw little value in herself for more than 30 years. However, when reading her testimony, There were many legitimate reasons for her poor perception. She was born to a single mother who abandoned her and her sister. When she went to live with her grandma, her and her sister were psychologically, physically, and sexually abused by their three uncles who also lived there, leaving Jonetta to be scarred physically and emotionally, which is ultimately and extremely tragic and heart-wrenching to me because I'm a father to a beautiful daughter, as you all know. In cases like these, Um, in case you have ever wondered, are the grand reason I don't let anyone babysit my daughter, let alone stay with them, because I truly do believe that family isn't exempt from doing the deeds of the devil. I truly feel for Jonetta and her sister because this is something that um, no one should have to go through. By the time she was five years old, she had already felt inferior, believed she had no place, no voice, and no worth at all. When the mother of Jonetta learned about the abuse, she moved her and her sister into a new home with her. However, men she was bringing home were doing the same thing, which ultimately led Jonetta to run away and began living on the streets while turning to crack cocaine. By the time she was in her mid-20s, she had two boys, lived 
in government supported housing and on government assistance. On Jonetta's 30th birthday, she had a look in the mirror. When she looked, she realized that she had nothing to celebrate. And if she continued living the way she was, her two sons was headed for trouble. As far as she knew, not a single male member of her family had ever finished high school. And of course, she didn't want that for her boys. Jonetta went on to receive her GED, a bachelor's degree within three years of study and her master's degree in social work. Man, that's hey, it's, it's the people you really do least expect it from. She went on to get the GED first and then a bachelor's degree within three years of study and her master's degree in social work. After she received her GED, she gained a profound thought, which was, I get a chance to be anyone I want to be. When she was in her undergrad, she maintained her vision for obtaining her degree by going to the bookstore at the beginning of every semester and trying on a cap and gown, imagining what it would be like to graduate. Now, here she is with two degrees, and in his book, he mentions she's actually going after her doctorate. Man, what a powerful testimony. As we can see, Jonetta had the legitimate reasons to have a low self-esteem. However, she didn't give up on herself. And of course, she was blessed to make something of herself. I want to go over five things I noticed that she did to get to where she is now. Number one, she took a look in the mirror. This is the hardest for all of us because when we are in a bad place, we don't want to acknowledge how bad of a place we're really in. Like I've seen so many people be in a tough spot and they want to sugarcoat how tough it really is. At 30 years old, she legitimately realized that she had nothing to celebrate, no accomplishments, no full-time job, no money, no home, and no husband. She acknowledged her reality for what it was. Number two, she reflected on the history of her family. This is critical because we are a product of our environment and family is the large majority of your environment. Too many people look at family members with the perspective of that's just how they are, but that perspective isn't really productive. When you see people in your family that don't have the morals and behaviors you desire for yourself or your kids, you have to acknowledge that internally and make the conscious effort to not allow that to be your reality. Which bring me to number three, she wanted a better life for her legacy, which is her boys. The men in her family were losers. Excuse my language, but I call it how I see it. The men in her family were losers, so she had to make the decision to not allow her sons to follow the generational curse, which is something I resonate with so much because I had to break the generational curse amongst the men in my family as well. Next, um, which is number four, she set massive goals. No one in her family had ever did what she was aspiring to do, but she knew that growth began one step at a time. So she took action, which is step number five. The first action step was to obtain her GED. Now that's not a massive accomplishment, but it was her first action step to achieving massive accomplishments. Too many people don't like taking action because the first action step may not be a massive accomplishment, but you have to realize that it's the first action step to achieving massive accomplishments. I want you to ask yourself today, number one, when was the last time I looked in the mirror and was brutally honest with myself? You've heard me say time and time again, the first step to fixing a problem is acknowledging that a problem exists. Question number two, have I accepted my family's fate as to how they behave and the morals they have as the norm for myself? I remember my father saying to me that his dad wasn't in his life. And although my father was in my life for parts of my life, my father was extremely abusive physically and mentally. 
However, I didn't accept their behaviors and morals as the norm for myself. I had to make the decision to not only be in my daughter's life, but to also be the man God intended for me to be in my daughter's life. So like in order for me to get there, I had to actually look at the men in my family and say, I don't want to be like that. I had to actually look at the men in my family and say, look, like this is, these are characteristics they have that I do not want to possess. But I have to acknowledge that thought productively. I can't just be like, oh, that's just how they are and act like there isn't a productive um, map to go about it so I don't end like that. All right. So really ask yourself, how, how have I accepted my family's fate as to how they behave and the morals they have as the norm for myself? Question number three, what am I doing to invest in my legacy? I know some of you may not have kids, but if you plan on having kids, use forward thinking here. What do you do to ensure a better life amongst your legacy after you are dead and gone? Number four, what are your goals for the next five and 10 years? Are, there, are they baby goals because you are walking by sight or are they massive goals because you are walking by faith? And then lastly, are you going to take action? This is question number five. Are you going to take action? The greatest difference between a thinker and a doer is achievement. You can only achieve by taking action. I wanna be unique, got more than my kid I could teach. I want you to hear when I speak. I wanna free people imprisoned by stigmas and popular common beliefs. Don't want you to think, I want you to feel. Look down inside you and tell me what's real. If you're unsure, then you're uncured. We only get one life, man. It's a big deal. Do you love what you do? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode. You can access show notes and bonus resources by going to www.joewintersjr.com forward slash podcast. If you're interested in achieving maximum growth by working with me in my new mentorship program, email me using email info at joewintersjr.com. Be blessed. Today's episode is brought to you by Chipotle, the best place in the world to get a burrito or bowl. My personal favorite is the bowl, double chicken, no rice, no beans, extra cheese, and cilantro. Go to your local Chipotle to get the best burrito or bowl you will find. I promise you, they won't disappoint. Today's episode is brought to you by Marissa's Pet Service. If you're in the DFW area and tired of leaving your pup alone while you're away at work, enroll in Marissa's Pet Service Doggy Daycare to get your pup the paw fix solution for more interaction and playtime. If you decide you want to take a vacation, your monthly membership includes 14 vacation days that allow you to drop your pup off while you're away. Visit MarissaLejeune.com, that is M-A-R-I-S-S-A-L-E-J-U-N-E.com and use promo code DAILYPATH to receive 10% off your monthly membership. The link will also be included in the show notes. Again, use promo code DAILYPATH to receive 10% off your monthly membership. Today's episode is brought to you by FAST, Fundamental Athletic Skills Training. The Rising Skills Training Program is a local program in the DFW area with the primary focus of developing youth and adult athletes. FAST provides basketball skills training, teaching your athlete or you how to create a shot, increase agility, or better your handles. You get your first session free using promo code DAILYPATH. The contact information is 817-909-7126. Again, the contact information is 817-909-7126. Use promo code DAILYPATH and get your first session free.